on today's episode of Drunk Dudes Talking Wrestling, we've got retro beer ratings from Backlash 1999. Joe is dying coughing. Uh, he muted his mic, though, so good job on him. I was watching you in your camera. I don't think I wasn't. That was very attractive. I'll just leave that at that. Um, Chad's got some quick notes from last weekend's Impact Rebellion pay-per-view, not premium live event because it's a it's actually a pay-per-view. Um, no other news, though. And then the weekly recap. Um, I've had a very busy week getting back from Colorado slash also being at that place. So I haven't watched a damn thing. So I'm going to have lots of questions. Joe and Chad are going to be able to hopefully answer all of my questions. And uh, then we'll close out the show and look forward to next week. This is our last week of uh, retro pay-per-views before we get back into real-time pay-per-views slash premium live events with predictions next week. It's exciting. As always, you can follow us on Twitter at DDT WrestlePod. You guys ready to go? Yep. Yep. Oh, let's go. Welcome to episode 54 of the Drunk Dudes Talking Wrestling. I am Dylan, joined by Joe and Chad. How's everyone doing? Pretty great. All right. Chad's watching the draft. The Jags just picked, or the pick is in, allegedly. Um, there might be some draft talk tonight. Who knows? <laughs> that, might, that might be not, a thing that happens. Not, not too much, though. We got bedtimes. Joe's gonna get cranky. The Mavericks don't play till ten o'clock tonight. My bedtime is in like four and a half hours from now. Gross. Yeah. Um. Well, let's start. Let's start with the like only piece of news that we have this week. Not really news, more of a recap. Uh, Impact Rebellion happened last weekend. Chad, tell us about it. Before you get into that, uh, my favorite former Mavericks player is obviously something I'm seeing. <laughs> Chad, you still there? Um. Yeah, so Impact Rebellion was pretty good. Um, like I've told said before, the Impact pay-per-view is the one I have to pay more, I have to pay for outside of my normal subscription, are always really good. Um, we had three title changes. Ace Austin's your new X Division champion. Um uh -huh. Taya Valkyrie won the triple A women's champion off Deanna Prazo. The Reina de Reyes. And in the main event, the Reina de Reyes. Yep. Uh uh, and then Josh Alexander, uh, Jace, uh, Josh Alexander won the Impact World Championship off of uh, Moose. Moose in the main event in a, a instant classic. Great match. Mm. Also, Trayvon Walker was number one. The Jags are fucked. Bust. 
Um, okay. Well, sounds like um that might be something that I eventually watch later in my life when I have more time on my hands. Doubtful though. Doubtful though. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I got 23 and a quarter beers off that. Cool. Chad is having another one of those nights uh, just for everyone's information. So this might be a Dylan and Joe mostly show. Um, Which well, is fun because Dylan hasn't watched any wrestling. It's going to be so fucking fun. <laughs> I took all the notes. Like I read all the, the, the recap articles and stuff. So I like kind of yeah. know what the fuck happened, but yeah, I didn't see anything. I, I have the grades from Bleacher Report, so I know what matches they thought were good. But yeah. I don't always have the same opinion as those people. So, yeah, I guess that with that being said, uh, let's, should we get into Backlash? Yeah, Chad Chad has gotten up. He's, he's done something here. I don't know what he's doing, um, but he's, he's kind of getting back here. So we might as well get right into it. Backlash 1999. I thought that this is two just back-to-back pay-per-views, retro pay-per-views that have been absolute home runs. So much fun to watch. Um, shall we start with signs? Yeah. Um, we'll let Chad catch up. Well, I don't know. I wonder if we should wait for Chad for signs or, or what, because, you know, he might try to... Uh, repeat some of the ones we've already said i think it would be funny though if he repeats some of the ones that we say i'm here all right oh hey chad hey bud it's good to see you we can just see your torso right now but that's cool man it's a good torso so it's a it's an average torso at best it's fat you don't have to lie to me (laughs) oh yeah jesus fuck i forgot my beer god damn it you're the worst all right joe go ahead and start this is a perfect opportunity to see if he's going to repeat some Let's try and pick All like right. two out of our list, you know, of each of our lists that he's gonna he's gonna pick. All right. Uh, so for the first sign, uh, I'll get it out of the way. It was during the New Age Outlaws and Owen Hart Jeff Hardy match or Jeff Jarrett, Jesus Christ, Jeff with with Deborah. Uh, it was a sign <laughs> that Brett. said, "Little Debbie, show us your tasty cakes." Yep, got that one. Um. I'll, I'm just gonna go down my Herbert. list. I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna go down my list. Uh, so the first one, this is literally just in the order that I saw them. Uh, I got the the rocks cooking gives me the poos. <laughs> <laughs> These are pretty good signs, Chad. by the way. Providence, Rhode Island, they brought it. Uh, Chad, m- my favorite. Uh, I have two that I think are my two favorites. I'm gonna go with both of them. One said, mmm, beefy. Mm, beefy. I like that one a lot. That was my second one, yeah. And then Billy Gunn tosses salad to go right along <laughs> with my one from last week. Where <laughs> I toss salad. Well, Billy Gunn also tosses salad. Yeah. Joe? I got a Nicole Bass is my father, which I strongly doubt, but it's okay. Yeah, so if you don't remember, Nicole Bass was this like bodybuilding chick that showed up at the last at WrestleMania, right? And she's fucking huge. Yes. And I think last was, week, last week was when we discussed that she is now dead. Yeah, and she was in Sunday Night Heat for this uh, for this pay per view. Well, um, that took my number two and three. Uh, the next one I had 
the next one, the, the very next sign that I saw that I wrote down was um, gay 24-7 with a down <laughs> arrow. <laughs> that reminds me of a, a car uh, I was behind on the interstate yesterday who had a license plate uh, cover that said, so gay I can't even drive straight. And I thought that was the funniest <laughs> shit I've ever seen. Were they doing okay at driving or was it literal? I mean, if you're on like a windy, no, they were road, they were driving fine. I was gonna say, if you're on a windy okay. mountain road, they were probably driving pretty well. They uh, they were driving fine. Uh, I just <laughs> thought it was a great sign, uh, bumper, whatever the fuck. Uh, couple I liked. Uh, Chuck's ass stinks was a good one. Yep, had that. Oh, I had Chuck's ass stinks. You and then I, you guys haven't said a single one yet that I don't have. This is great. And then I had one that just said muff. Never mind. I spoke too soon. <laughs> I did not see the one that said muff. <laughs> muff. <laughs> muff. Introducing the brand new tag team in WWE. It's Muff and Butch. <laughs> if Butch wasn't bad enough, just wait till they introduce Muff. <laughs> Joe? I had just had one that said rent this sign. Oh, yeah. Um, that, that one I was going to write down, but there was a bunch of shit written at the bottom, like a phone number or, or a, like a website to go to. I couldn't read it. Yeah, it was it was just like a play on the on the billboard, like yeah. rent this billboard kind of thing. It's funny enough. Um, Clever. I'm going to go with the next two since Chad's been taking two because mm-hmm. I want to get my second one before you guys take it. It's probably my favorite one of the night. I don't know why, but. Uh, the first one, uh, show me the puppies. Yep. Yeah. Classic. There are a bunch of puppy signs. A lot of puppy signs. Uh, and then my, probably my favorite sign of the night. I have no idea why. Um, I just thought it was so random and funny. Uh, pickles give me a rash. <laughs> I didn't see that. <laughs> it was on the ramp. <laughs> Joe, you got any more? Uh, just to follow up on my, uh, my, sign from last week where we saw a Joe right next to each other on in the main event there was a Joe and a Joey. I did see that. I was I knew you were gonna write that one down, so I didn't. Yeah, I also did the same thing. I wrote down the Joe one, but I didn't see the Joey one. He was right next uh, to it. I guess I wasn't looking. Uh during the Godfather match there was a bunch of train signs. Uh one that said we want to put a train on these toes. Pull um, we and pull a right train. next to that one was nice tits. Those are literally, yeah. Oh, we want to pull a train on the hose on these hose. Yeah, train's a train, you know what I'm saying? Well, we don't want to put a train on them, that would probably kill them. <laughs> Maybe right. I know what they meant, you know, you know what <laughs> I meant. Well, I wrote that sign down. It li- both of those signs are right next, like one after the other on, from on my list. Um, I think I only have two more. I'll just go with the first one. Um, no, the knock, ki- knock them both out. Okay. Uh, the first one I had, uh, the kid behind me can't see, classic. I was just, it made yeah. me think of uh, Chad when we went to Raw. The kid <laughs> behind him <laughs> certainly could not see. Well, if she knew who Cody was, I would, I would probably let her watch more. <laughs> um, and then <laughs> another clever one. Um, even though it, this, this pay-per-view was on April 25th, uh, this sign in the style of Austin 316, it said taxes due 415. 
All right. Uh, I think I think you you got all mine and I got all mine. Yeah. Chad, do you have any uh, final last words? I got one left on my list. I'm kind of shocked. I didn't, no one else got this one, but there was a sign that said, I love nudity. I didn't see that. <laughs> it was it was behind JR, which is just classic of a location to be. <laughs> but there there was one behind JR that I kept seeing, but it wasn't funny. It was like something, something slammed me or whatever. Whoa. Way to tell the world. You're welcome. <laughs> I got a... I, I, I got a follow-up for a sign that we saw last week, but I'll wait for the match to happen. All right. Um, is it the first match? No. Oh. Speaking of the first match. Nice. First Thanks. match we had for the night was the Brood versus Midian with the Acolytes. Yeah. Uh, I just I just wrote the Brood versus the Ministry of Darkness. That's fair. That's literally what it was. Um, Midian. Boy. Um, reminder, Midian is Phineas Godwin. I think we've said that before. Mm-hmm. Chad, Chad might be able to that help was, me out on that one, even though that was when you weren't, you weren't here. Uh, the, the week that Chad and I took it by ourselves, we talked about Phineas Godwin being Midian. Okay. Fact. Um, he brought a, a glass jar to the ring that just had an eyeball in it. Uh, yeah. that was weird. And then, uh, the crowd just fucking hated him. Yeah, Absolutely. there were some serious Midian sucks chants when yeah, he wasn't even in the ring. They chanted they saw that he sucked the entire match. Yeah, they fucking hated the shit out of him. Um, Teddy Long ref this match. I think I'm just going to point out every time Teddy Long refs a match because I love watching ref Teddy Long. I have another ref Teddy Long note for later in the night. <laughs> but It's going to be a tag team match. <laughs> Yeah, Teddy Long getting a ref at tag team match player. Do we yeah, have any like Teddy notes? Long. Do we have any notes from this um, match though? <laughs> no, this the first two matches, the first three matches were not great. Um so I'll just say match went on for an appreciable amount of time before there was interference from Viscera, and it was the most pathetic interference ever. He kind of just fell towards the ring onto somebody. Yeah, that's all and he has then, to uh, do. Yeah, he is a big boy. Was a big boy, probably. Oh, God, is he dead? Viscera? I can't, I can't imagine him being alive. Honestly. I thought he was. <laughs> I thought he passed, but... Is that bad to say? No, I think it kind of plays. Um, Just, yeah, I don't think we need to say anything else with that. Just kind of. Yeah, he asked. died in 2014 in Memphis, Tennessee. Yeah, he did. He gone. He did. Um, Chad, what did you think of Edge and Christian's uh, modified poetry in motion that they did? Did you see that? Well, I mean, they're doing it now, and we haven't seen the Hardys yet once. So, who maybe invented the move? I don't know. Who knows? They they kind of they kind of did it where they jumped off the, each other's backs and did like a uh, cross body into the corner. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. I love watching these old Edge and Christian matches. Do you think it's weird? Uh, I start, I've been noticing this a lot. I feel like originally Christian was getting more of a push than Edge was. You know, at this point, he's already won a title. He's more featured in this match than Edge is. Edge is the one who gets like his ass kicked the whole time and then hot tags Christian in. I just I feel like at this point, they thought Christian was the bigger deal. Possibly. I don't know. I, mean, I just want to say 
I just want to say, I think Edge is a pretty, or sorry, Christian's a pretty handsome dude even now, but he was so stupid looking with his long hair. (laughs) (laughs) I think he's getting a push and Joe hates his hair. Christian. But yeah, so I, I don't, I don't even know what Edge's finisher was at this point. But I counted his spear as a as a finisher. Oh yeah, I counted. Yeah, I counted. Ninety nine. What there what is going aliens on? Dylan's house right now. It's um, a plane. I'm outside. Oh, so probably not ancient aliens, but eh, you know, probably just a uh, just modern a day alien. You know. But yeah, this match got two beers. Two and a quarter. And two and a quarter beers, as I said. What? Two and a quarter. I told you all that in the text messages. You did. Oh, shit. Dude. Is this plane circling back and landing on my house? What the fuck? (laughs) It's landing on my house. (laughs) How loud is that for you guys? Not. We can hear. I can hear it, but, you know, it's not terrible. Yeah. Jesus, dude. It's like it's in my backyard. You're in your backyard and it's not there (laughs) because you'd be dead. (laughs) True. <laughs> probably. Yeah, probably Hopefully not. But well, yeah, anyways, um, um, <laughs> the ministry wins, and uh, yeah, two and a quarter beers. Yeah. Remember to the, take note of that for later. No, I I counted for it. I just forgot to update my notes. Yeah, that's um, my total. Still the same. Yeah. Um, okay. Next match was for the hardcore championship we had hardcore holly versus al snow um, again yeah this one this one was your just run-of-the-mill hardcore championship match uh they yeah. went everywhere they could in the arena it seemed like and used a bunch of random weapons that you just don't see anymore um a water jug a hockey stick um, the baking sheet. There was an unprotected baking sheet shot to Hardcore Holly's head. Love that. Um, and then the crowd really fucking hated uh when they when they took the fight backstage, even though they had a Titantron. Um, yeah, they booed the shit out of them when they left, and then cheered the shit out of it when they came back. Yeah, and the crowd, the crowd seemed like they didn't even realize they were coming back. So I don't know what were they not showing it on the Titantron because it seemed like they they didn't cheer until they could see them again. Like, dude, how we, mad would you be if you didn't get to watch most of this match or the Boiler Room Brawl, and you were at this pay per view? <laughs> pretty pretty upsetty. Probably as upset as those people who paid money to see Sting wrestle for the first time in, I don't know, six years, and he wrestled in a cinematic Ooh, match. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that True. was a big deal. True. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, you tired of seeing this match yet? Yes. I, don't I know. thought that the hard- Probably. at WrestleMania 15, the hardcore championship match was good. It was a triple threat, right? Yeah. And yeah, it was, it was actually threat. good. But this was... The one we saw at the last in your house all over again. Oh, that's why I'm not tired of it. I didn't watch that. Oh, I didn't well, get you to see go the, back. the Mississippi River Massacre. Yeah, he, he's missed 33% of these matches and one of them being <laughs> the uh, Mississippi River match. <laughs> yeah, it was it was the same competitors. 
and they brought it outside the same way they did in the Mississippi Mississippi River Massacre, as you so. I actually like that. You're um, welcome. And they referenced it a shit ton during this match too. And they got moist in this match like they did when they dove into the Mississippi River mm, because of whoa. the uh, water jug, mm-hmm. uh, the water jug shots. So yeah. Uh, do you think? Uh, so the only thing I could think of during this match when uh, when the water jug first came out was, do you think that there was a splash section like they have at SeaWorld at the Shamu show? <laughs> yeah, but it was probably just the Mean Street Posse sitting there again. So they just didn't point it out. <laughs> <laughs> those guys go so fucking hard. You don't know what it's like to, sh- to grow up in those streets of Greenwich, Connecticut. <laughs> that's a hard town i don't know if you've ever been there it's pretty it's pretty hard. ghetto yeah it's pretty hard um i had a jerry lawler quote for this match um after they uh they took the fight outside to a dumpster and even had a pin inside the dumpster that went for a two count um jerry lawler goes i always knew al snow was white trash <laughs> that's pretty funny um my quote for this match, I don't have a direct quote, but it was uh, in classic JR fashion where he points out that the things under the ring probably aren't necessary. It was when they pulled out the the frying pans and the and the baking sheets. He's like, why would they even have those here? Are they <laughs> cooking <laughs> or something? I was like, Thanks, JR. Cooking, that's up actually, a, uh, cooking up an awesome match is what they're doing. That's a, that's a great point, JR, and I'm glad you, glad you brought it up. That's something Just like... like- when he, that's something that I would say. Like, well, this doesn't make any logical sense at all. Like, yeah, I was, it's the same. He did the same thing when there were thumbtacks under the ring. He's like, "What do they need those for?" <laughs> this, literally, this. They need it for this spot. <laughs> um, I did have one more note. Uh, did you guys have a problem with, or as at least as much of a problem as I did with this fucking? A car alarm that was allegedly going off outside. <laughs> it was every time they hit a new car, it was the same alarm. It went beep beep, and then the car alarm no, stopped. It was, it was the same car, and it went it, oh. it beeped twice each time. Like in this, like it was very delayed as well. Like you know how like when you hit the lock button on your car and then you hit it again, and your yeah. car beeps. It was like that noise and like delayed a little bit. And it was like very obviously staged. I was, I was thinking, like, would that be like the best car alarm ever to have on like all the cars? Because it just beeps twice, and then it's over. No, not for the intended purpose of a car alarm, which is in, informing you that somebody's trying to break in. Yeah, I guess so. Such That's a true. '90s thing to have car alarms that if you touch the car, it like goes off. That's just not a thing anymore. Yeah. Um. Al Snow won this match. Uh. And became the new champ. Yeah, he became the, the hardcore champion. I legitimately thought so. He to end the match, he hit hardcore Holly with head, and then basically was not laying on hardcore Holly at all, and just put head on top of him. And they counted to three. I legitimately thought they were about to make head the hardcore champion. <laughs> I mean, they, well, they did that they, in a backstage segment later on. Yeah. Oh, I didn't notice. Yeah, that. He, head was telling uh hard or Al Snow that head was in for, in fact the champ. Hmm. It was there. I'm thinking, was there an angle back in the day where like they fought for the hardcore title? 
head and head and Al Snow. Like I'm not shitting you. Like actually had a match, and Al Snow I think wins. That'd be on par with the Kenny Omega blow up doll match. You ever seen that? No, I don't no. think I want to. There's a match from Kenny Omega before he was like a big time Kenny Omega where he fought what a blow up doll. What did Meltzer give it? Four and a half. Yeah, probably. I mean, <laughs> probably six stars. <laughs> six stars. <laughs> um this got actually four made up seven stars just for that yeah this got four and a half beers though just lots of environment and weapon use um and then we had the godfather versus gold dust which i think this, this is this also a rematch oh no they were like in a tag team match last time right yeah not remember. last time not last time but i'm sure it's happened before um I just want to point out the the hoes in this match were very over. The hoes were probably the most over thing in the night. You don't think it was Blue Meanie when when uh, Blue Meanie grabbed the mic in the middle of the ring before Godfather entered and he said, <laughs> for all the men who want to be me and all the girls who want to see me? No. <laughs> and then he did a little shimmy. What did he call it? He called it something. He's like, who wants to see me wiggle or something like that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, who wants to see me wiggle? <laughs> um, one other thing before no. one other thing before they started the match. And I just want to point out that when Godfather and the hose got in the ring, and I say this despite the fact that they were wearing high heels, like they were almost as tall as him. JR said that Godfather was six foot eight. How tall were these fucking hoes? <laughs> them some them some tall hoes <laughs> like jesus can, dude. can we not call them hoes is that possible i feel like well, we, we have i feel like it's almost like a jr thing i mean a, a, a jerry lawler thing to keep calling them the hoes i mean that's what they were yeah, called like we're, we're, we're talking about nine, 1999 i don't actually think these women were hoes in fact i know <laughs> that they weren't it was just a, a character thing <laughs> i don't know Oh, it's a character thing. Okay, never mind. Then. No, is this the I, wrong? I is this the wrong thing to be doing? Calling them by what <laughs> WWF was calling them? I mean, we've learned before that WWF doesn't always have the most sensitive names. <laughs> what if? What if the if uh, AEW ran an angle that uh, twenty somewhat years later it was going to be the hose Godfather's former hose fighting for the TBS championship? <laughs> I mean. They would be old as fuck by now, or twenty years from now. Yeah, yeah they're all probably grandparents. But it is the Hose Championship, Hose title. That's true. <laughs> Jesus Christ! They put a space between the T and the B. It looks less like it now. Did oh they? really? I haven't looked recently. Yeah, if you look at it, there is a there's a slight space now between the T and the B to make it a little less Ho ish. <laughs> well, at least they realize their mistake. Like. I mean, the internet let them know. I promise. Yeah, we at least, at least somebody on their PR team is like, "Hey, um, I was on Twitter today. You're not going to really believe what I saw, um, but check this <laughs> out." <laughs> um, I have a Jerry Lawler quote from this match. He said, "Blue Meanie is the original reason for twin beds." <laughs> I, I heard that. I didn't write it down because I didn't understand it. Yeah, I don't. I don't get it. Beds that you sleep in by yourself, right? Yeah, I, I guess so. Yeah. Okay. Now it makes more sense. I was confused as well. I, I just didn't understand it. I, I don't think twin beds is the best representation, but like it's the smallest bed. 
and like people normally just sleep by themselves in a twin bed because you wouldn't want to sleep with the blue meanie i think is what I he's wouldn't. trying to get at yeah i wouldn't either yeah he looks sweaty <laughs> like immediately upon seeing him he just looks sweaty and then the end of this match uh there was just uh some blue meanie trying to help out gold dust by giving him some powder or whatnot or no by putting powder <laughs> powder in godfather's face and godfather realizes what's going on he smacks the blue meanie's hands the powder goes in gold dust's face and uh just a bunch of madness ensues i honestly kind of spaced out the rest of the match i just know that godfather wins and then we got a nip slip by one of the <clears throat> women uh formerly known as a hoe can we call them that? I'll, yeah, I like that better. Okay. That sounds better. This a woman formerly known as a hoe. <laughs> this was for the Intercontinental Championship, right? Yeah, Godfather retained. Yeah, mm-hmm. retained. Mm-hmm. Retained. Yeah, I just watched this last night, and I woof. Already forgetting stuff. Uh, it's got a beer though. I think the lowest rate beer and a half. And Jesus, a dude, I forgot I didn't update my fucking notes. I just, yo, you want to pause and update all your notes so I stop having to do that? No, this is fun. <laughs> all right, and and what? What? I said all righty then. Oh, it sounded like you said all right and yeah, and it we sounded like you were about waiting. to introduce the next match, Chad. Oh, okay. Well, the next match was <laughs> uh, Owen and Jeff Jarrett. Uh, featuring Deborah as their uh, valet, Deborah, uh, de- de- Deborah, defending their tag team titles against the members. No, this is of- a number one contendership match. You're right. No. They don't have the tag team titles anymore. Uh, we'll talk about more about that later. Uh, this was a number one contenders match because Kane and X Pac uh, are the title holders at this point. Uh, number one contenders match against. D Generation X, the members of the New Age Outlaws were here. Yeah, DX just, is dead. I just no. They, uh, they, the they, crowd chanted the no, entire they, time they that they just wanted puppies. They called themselves D Generation X, but yeah, yeah, crowd wanted puppies the whole time. Um, the entire time, it was annoying as shit. They just wanted. They cared more about breasts than the match. I mean, oh, they were talking about boobs. <laughs> I thought they were talking about little dogs. <laughs> You're oh, so Joe. innocent, Joe. <laughs> you poor thing. Um, I just want to start by pointing out that I was how right I was about Kane and X Pac last week. Yeah, that was a good, that was a good guess. I have another awesome. Actually, it's right after this match. I had a prediction as I was watching this, and uh, I hit the nail on the head. Um, we'll talk about it right after this match, though. Uh, but yeah, this was a number one contenders match. Uh, to be able to face Kane and X-Pac for the tag titles. And um, even like before they started wrestling, Deborah was in the ring just allowing herself, like she was ready to be motorboated, it seemed like at times. Like she just wanted something. She just wanted physical touch. She just didn't get it. That's her love language. Possibly. Joe, what's your love language? I don't know. Dude, how do you not know? Oh, you didn't know? <laughs> <laughs> he has to call somebody to figure out what his love language is. <laughs> his ass has to call somebody. 
better <laughs> call somebody. Um, also, during this match, uh, B- Billy Gunn was very vocal during this match. Like he, you could hear him like uh, out loud cursing a lot, which I thought was pretty funny. Like the cameras picked that up on on the mic. Uh, but then he turns to Tim White after some two count and just out loud, like as loud as he possibly could, was just like, "You suck." And all I could think of was all I could think of was about Tim White's self esteem and his mental health. Uh, <laughs> this is probably why he tries to kill himself. <laughs> Billy Gunn's fault. Now we know who to blame. I mean, if it is, that's just like possibly one of the greatest pieces of long-term storytelling ever. <laughs> they, if they bring that back in 2004 when I was watching that storyline, that's that's five years of storytelling. Yeah, I just I, I'm going to keep track of that is like just the the verbal abuse that Tim White takes over the next five years of retro pay-per-views that we watch. Um, the New Age Outlaws win this match, though, and let's see if my notes are right. 1.75 beers. That is correct. Nice. Yeah. 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 Let me talk to you. So um, the next thing, and I just want to, I'm going to read to you guys the exact note that I took at the time of seeing this next segment. Um, there was like a backstage segment with Vince and Stephanie McMahon which I believe is our first look at Stephanie McMahon, unless she was at the St. Valentine's Day Massacre pay-per-view that I didn't watch. Nope. No, I'm pretty sure. So, so this yeah, that's, okay. pretty, that's for sure. So this is our first We've look. We've probably at seen her McMahon. on Raw at this point, but. Yeah, definitely. But first look at Stephanie McMahon on pay-per-view, on the retro pay-per-views. And my note was like, uh, Undertaker abducting her is coming soon, I think. No. More to come on that. Well, we can just talk about it now. It happened this night. <laughs> the whole where to Stephanie and he drives away in the limo. That was, I think night. there's, I think there's one more thing to talk about with that backstage segment. I think it's important that where we're at right now, but we're about to get to is that this is uh, no longer Vince McMahon's corporation. And they mentioned it a lot throughout the night that uh, the, the corporation is now Shane's faction and he's yeah. in charge of it. And Vince McMahon has kind of been outed from this whole thing because uh, he's about to take over the ministry of darkness. Yeah, he is. Spoilers, by the way. Dude, spoilers. I didn't know that. Spoilers. You Sorry. Didn't... Vince is going to take over? This... You don't know how this Stephanie kidnapping storyline ends? I thought she got put up on the taker symbol. Yeah. And, and there was... I there did was not know Vince. I didn't know Vince took it over. There was like a, a Shut person up. You that totally was... knew that. Yeah, they're, they're, like there's a person that's that's putting her up on the on the Undertaker symbol or crucifixing her, and then he unmasks himself and it's Vince McMahon. You've totally seen that before. Don't act like you haven't seen that shit before. And he does like a crazy face or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Maybe. Yeah, I've definitely seen that before. I just didn't put two and two together and knew that that's what it was from. Yeah, they talk yeah. about during this pay-per-view, the higher power that's behind... Uh, Undertaker in the Ministry of Darkness, and it's Vince McMahon the whole time. Yeah, that's when Dude, they formed spoilers. the corporate ministry. Spoilers. Well, there was there was very little in the aftermath section of Wikipedia, but I'm sure if we updated it, it would say that. Yeah, We're I'm pretty see. sure that's before the next pay per view. Can we next write on retro pay per view? Can we write in the Wikipedia page? I mean, yeah, you just but, gotta have an account. Oh no! But let's uh, let, let's let's see if it uh. 
if it shows itself in the in the re not re yeah the replay in the next pay-per-view if that's what happens and then and then we we could fix it for them okay sounds good um next match we had the boiler room brawl big show and mankind holy fuck uh this was about seven minutes of just constant drinking <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. holy fuck dude um go Mick ahead Foley's hand dude Mick Foley's hand got busted open with some glass and it was like bleeding so bad that he wasn't using it because it was like pouring blood out of his fucking hand yeah all the evidence was so th- everywhere so there was no referee in this match by the way well well, well Teddy Long was outside Teddy Long was awkwardly standing outside so that I, I also I, I wanted to point out that I did not realize that the uh the way to win a boiler room brawl was to escape I always thought it was like a like a pinfall thing. That's not um, how it's been in the past. Okay. So in the, the in the past, it's been they they fight in the boiler room and then they they eventually make their their way to the ring where they count the count the pinfall. Okay. Pretty sure. Also, I know what I do in my line of work. Um, I'm just gonna ask a question: Were the boilers those big fucking like red and black things? I think so. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> Okay. What I get curious about in the boiler room brawls is if it's like, if it's a, the stadium says, Hey, I have a boiler room. Maybe you want to do this. Or if they, if they have to go to them in the planning process and say, Hey, we really want to use your boiler room. I was Can thinking about that? it the whole time during this match, about how much shit they were breaking. That was probably not meant to be broken. And the stadium was probably mad about it afterwards. Like there was a lot of just random stuff sitting in this like boiler room construction area that they were just like, I'll just break this. And I'm sure no one authorized that at the stadium before. Okay, let's be honest. Like the only like major shit that got broken was windows. Lots of glass. Win- windows, which they probably don't have many. The windows look like they were from fucking houses. So probably not a whole lot of those going up in this arena. And then I think a broomstick. I think they can replenish well, that. They broke eight pieces of drywall, too, over Big Show's fucking dome. Oh, yeah. I forgot, <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> eight consecutive pieces of drywall got thrown at Big Show's head. It was just like... There was, also, there was also a moment right at the beginning of the match where it was like... It was obviously a locker that they put a high-voltage sticker on. And uh, I forget it was if it was Mankind shoving Big Show in there. or I think it was Big Show shoving Mankind into this high-voltage locker. It was obviously not not like a an electrical switchboard or anything like that, and and he like closes the door behind him like, nah, nah, he's not being electrocuted inside of there. Yeah, need some some more of those like uh, shocking noises from the insane yeah. shit. <laughs> it was so stupid. It was it was just a locker that you would like put books in and stuff. <laughs> uh, let's see if I have any more random notes. Um, oh, dude. <laughs> Uh, the other thing that I, I just wrote in my notes, another thing that got quote unquote broken, um, mankind went to hit big show with something big show moves out of the way and fully knocks off the cap on this pipe. And yeah, JR's like, and JR's like that's steam coming out of there. And it was definitely like foam shit coming out. Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a thousand percent, he's, not steam. He says that's, steam i think or freon or something <laughs> jerry lawler jerry lawler thought it was freon and i and then i thought i was like can't see freon 
Yeah. If, <laughs> could you imagine if it was that volume of, of refrigerant coming out of a pipe that size? They would be dead. Yeah, they would be so dead. Until they turned upside uh, down. Shut up. You know, it's a handstand. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so that, that made me giggle a good amount. Uh, that it was called Steam and Freon and it looked soapy. Yeah. And... <laughs> It was just weird. Um, Mankind wins, and then they do like a couple like backstage interviews after the match, uh, just kind of following them around with cameras. And I thought it was funny when Mick Foley, Mick Foley was like going, he was going through like all the places where he hit Big Show with stuff or where he got hit with things in the boiler room, kind of like his own recap of the match. And he was like, I don't want to fight Big Show anymore. I've got kids. He needs this job. <laughs> It was like the intro into Heath Slater's career, you know. I got yeah. kids. Um, but this got 3.75 beers. Yeah. Pretty much constant weapon use. And then we had X-Pac versus Triple H. Um, uh, I just want to point out real quick that that uh Chad must have liked this match a lot. <laughs> I knew you were going to say something. <laughs> <laughs> because China's ass was in full display. Heel China has has a thong on and Chad fucking loved it. Chad loves China's ass. Chad, <laughs> your thoughts on this match? An ass is an ass and it was a nice ass. So, you know, well, I'll leave it at that, you know. Wow, I don't even know yeah, we cut don't, that. <laughs> Jill, yeah. <laughs> I don't even have to mix that one up. Um, <laughs> also, uh, this is steering away from China's ass, uh, but Triple yeah, there H was is, a match here. You know, Tri- Triple H has new music. Um, it was fucking awful. <laughs> Which I thought Triple H never had bad music, but I guess other than the uh, the Hunter Hearst Helmsley like before DX music, I just don't count that. Yeah. But I thought we just went straight into the my time music, but I guess not. I guess nope. not. No, there was an awkward stage. Yeah, and we are in it. Um, I don't know what else. What else we got from the match here? Um, Jr. He was he really really wanted to see this match get stopped. <laughs> he was clamoring for the match to be stopped because Xbox sold the hell out of a neck injury. Which yeah. there was so much China interference too in this match. Yeah, there's like four or five yeah. instances of it, I think. And um, then there were there was some cane interference. Yeah. And Jerry Lawler said the thing on the sign from last week. Um yeah, he yeah, said it aloud. Disavow. That was my follow-up from uh from last week's sign. Oh he shit. Said, I'm uh, sorry, Joe. I stole your thunder. No, it's fine. He said, What is the big red R doing? And I was like, Holy shit. He actually said that on yeah. uh and, Chad, broadcast. And, and Chad's upset at us for calling women hoes earlier when that's literally what they were called. But that were their that was their character names. I Sorry. mean, I'm allowed to be mad about both. Okay, <laughs> they're not. They're independent way, of each other. This first is way of all. worse, though. This is way worse. I'm I'm not arguing. I'm not arguing that that's true. And he did so, it. Disavow um, disavow Jerry Lawler. Uh, this is probably the worst thing he said since we've been watching these. I don't know. He said some pretty bad shit. <laughs> it's yeah. true. It's so bad back. that this is only up there, not completely number one. Yeah, that, there's probably something worse that we're forgetting, but 
remember in 1997 and early 98 when he was just incredibly racist. Yeah. Along with Chad's favorite wrestler, Shane McMahon. Not my favorite wrestler. Second favorite wrestler. Second. Not my second favorite. Only after Adam Schur. (laughs) Holy fuck. Another plane. Dude, these planes are ridiculous. Um, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Uh, Kane, he choke slams China and Triple H and leaves them in the corner for double Bronco Busters. So naturally, X Pac hits one on Triple H and then hits one on China. Um, the one on China looked looked fucking terrible. Looked like when he does the Bronco Buster, it's it, it's pretty good. But on China, he was like tr- probably trying to pull back to be a little more respectful. And it, it just looked awkward as shit. Yeah, it looked it looked Kinda worse. Look- it it would have looked better and less like cringy if he had probably just done it normally. Yeah, but this <laughs> one just <laughs> it looked bad. Yeah, but he does the one on China and then turns around and Triple H has gotten up because the Bronco Buster doesn't. I can't imagine it hurts at all. Um, <laughs> and he gives him a pedigree and wins the match. And this got three and a quarter beers. Yeah, it did. That is correct. Yeah. And then the next uh, match is just so boring. It's the worst match. It really was. It was on on the card. I don't know. The hardcore match was. I would rather watch that than this. 100% would rather watch Al Snow and Head do anything over watching this stupid lay on the floor holding each other's ankles match. This is just a match of rest holds. Uh, we're talking about Ken Shamrock versus The Undertaker, by the way. Wow. This was a multiple boring chants, by the way. Did you read the reception area of the Wikipedia for this? No. I, there I'm was. Usually, I'm just like, spoiler alert, I normally don't go back and watch it or read those. So I read the reception because normally when I think something's really good, I go back and like check and see if I'm the only one or if like... That's I got a history of being really good. And the reception had one guy who used to do a lot of rankings back in this time frame from one of the major. I can't remember if it was like pro wrestling illustrator or whatever, who gave this pay-per-view like a 10 of 10, but gave this match like a three of 10 and said it was the most boring Undertaker match he's ever watched. And I was like, this, that's so true. This is a great pay-per-view. That's, this is an awful match, especially placed right before the main event. I can't believe they gave it a a 10 out of 10 though. I mean, this was good, but it's not ten out of ten. Yeah, I mean, I agree. It's, maybe it's not maybe, ten out of ten, but maybe at the, at the time. time, maybe at the time. Yeah, you got to think of it when it came out. Got to think about athleticism now versus then. Yeah, they so didn't it, have AEW All Out to watch, you know. Mm, so that's your ten out of ten. I think the last All Out is like one of the best pay per views I've ever watched. Yeah. Whoa. I think that's pretty close to the golden standard. Whoa. Of current wrestling, I yeah. think so. Yeah. Maybe WrestleMania night one this year would be pretty up there for like modern day for WWE, but I don't think they can touch what AEW's done with some of these recent pay-per-views. Yeah. Um not not the most recent pay-per-view though. Which one was that? Full gear? No. Revolution? Revolution. What the fuck happened there? It, it was just all right. Oh yeah. It was the one where uh Oh yeah, they didn't they they finally didn't, lost. they finally didn't break one of their records. Yeah. Oh yeah. It wasn't um, great. It was right. a pretty it was pretty close to an average WWE pay-per-view. Yeah. Um so Undertaker wins with a tombstone and I had a question after this because 
and I guess you guys kind of answered it here with the whole Vince McMahon thing, because I clearly wasn't thinking about that. But Ken Shamrock at this point, who was in the corporation, and Undertaker, who's in the ministry, both heel factions, right? At I don't know. Point, it kind of seems point. like in the past, in the past two pay-per-views, it seems it se- has seemed like the ministry is a face faction. Okay, the ministry hung a man at the last pay-per-view. Yep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. But it, but it was a, it was it was a man in the corporation, which is the obvious heel faction. I, I agree. They're they're not doing very face things, but I I think in the in the heel face dynamic, I think in the past two pay-per-views, the ministry has been the face faction. Okay. Think, Undertaker is kind of a face here. If you watch the first match, the pay-per-view, the brood was obviously the faces and the ministry yeah. is obviously the heels. So I think maybe it's just that over Undertaker still over, even though he's a heel versus like the whole ministry being over as, as faces. Kind of like how some people these days are just like, they play heels, but they'll never get booed. Yeah. Like yeah. Adam Cole doesn't Adam get Cole booed. Comes to mind. Yeah. yeah. Jay White, the switchblade Jay White. Jay White. Why did you say it like that? <laughs> he's New he's Zealand. got an accent. He's got, he's got New, New Zealand. Zealand. I don't know how to do oh. a New Zealand accent. The Bullet Club. He's a Kiwi. He likes, uh, what's that stuff? Rugby. No, the food. <laughs> uh, the, the paste. Uh, the Vegemite. paste. Vegemite. Vegemite? Oh, Vegemite sandwiches. Yeah. I remember That's that from that one song. Yeah, that, that's Vegemite sandwich. Vegemite sandwich. He said, <laughs> you come from a land down under. Oh, that's an episode oh, there title it is. right there. Thank God. Thank God I got a moment of Joe singing again. <laughs> Dude, that song fucks, all right? What? Is <laughs> that something we say now? Yeah, things fuck. <clears throat> what the fuck? Yeah. No. Yeah, I was okay with slaps. Things fuck now? Dude, your yeah, song is so fuck, good it dude. fucks. <laughs> what? Yeah, dude, you're old, dude. Just don't even try anymore. Yeah, like, I'm not that much older like, than y'all. Shut up. Like, you know, but that you shit are older. Fucks, dude. Yeah. Yo, fuck that. That is awful. No, I'm not saying that. All right. Boomer. That song fucks. <laughs> what? <laughs> or just like anything, anything that's cool or good. It fucks. What band is that song by? Uh Minute Work. Nice, dude. I didn't think anyone would get it, dude. That's what phenomenal work. Phenomenal work. Grow up. You're talking to two professional karaokeers. Yeah, you think we don't know the fucking? (laughs) I guess we're all three. All right, Dylan can tell you I'm a pretty professional karaokeer. He's all right. Uh, I got one. When I'm drunk, I'm very good. He's all right. Dylan can tell you when I'm fucking wasted. Joe is one of the. Joe is the best karaoke person I've ever met, and we can tell from all the singing on the podcast. He's actually like really no. good at singing, though. He, yeah. He's a natural with a mic in his hand. I didn't just look disagree. At him. Look at him right now, drinking that beer, holding that microphone. He fucks. Uh, oh, right. my God. Me, <laughs> I mean, me, I'm sure he does. Me, but, you know, that's not me, what we're talking about here. You know what? You know what, Chad? Ca- catch me at a karaoke bar in Virginia Beach. All right. I have one right by my place. Feel free to let me know. We'll hit it up and I'll, I'll show you how, how, I, how much I fuck, you know? All right. You said you wouldn't say it. <laughs> text text me to the deets, all right? Give me the, I'll I've give you the deets so we can fuck. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh no. I think we just got like six episode titles in the last 5 minutes. It's going to be tough to pick. <laughs> 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 all 
I think text me that eat so we can fuck is the winner though. <laughs> oh, I'm two ten percent tall boys deep, and that is not oh boy. What you drinking? Oh, these are delicious, by the way. These are mm. new Voodoo Ranger Juice Force. Ooh, it's a hazy. I uh, love, me, I love Imperial me IPA. I love me a hazy. I'm drinking. It's I'm nine drinking and a half a, percent. A That's what's up. I'm drinking a hazy as well. What's that? It's a ter- uh, it's a terrapin. Ooh, I, I love terrapin. I think I've seen that before. It's, it's it's a high and hazy IPA. Terrapin's like my it, favorite it, brewery. Whoa, it's it's pretty good. It's only five point eight percent, but <sighs> it's trash compared to these tall boys, dude. Nine and a half percent. What's the percentage of what I'm drinking? I'm pretty sure it's a 4.0 or 3.9 or 4.1. You're drinking a Bud Light? The Bud Light. <laughs> <laughs> Practically piss water. Whoa. <laughs> we are eventually going to be sponsored by Bud Light or about to be, and they're going to go back and listen to this, and then they're not going to sponsor us. That's okay. We can just yeah. ask Natty Light to do it instead. That is just Shut up. Totally acceptable for we me. We can get bush. <laughs> We'd have to change our side plates if if we went to Natty Light. That's true. You realize that, right? Oh, yeah, fuck. On a title. Yeah. Bud Light side plate, dude. I mean, if we get sponsored, that we can get a really nice, expensive title. Whoa, dude. Like, trash the title? I, I'm not trashing the title. Really, like a $500 like WWE quality belt, and then we could put whatever beer company sponsors us on it. Because they're going to pay for it. Whoa, I love the belt. I have the belt right now. If you don't remember, you do in your possession, not because it's in my. I was pretty sure I just saw it figuratively. Figuratively, right we started it's recording. Mine. It's still in my house. This is a plenty long reign for me. Are we gonna get back to this pay per view today? Yeah, Undertaker and yeah. King Shamrock got two beers. Um, yeah, it sucked, it was terrible. I did not enjoy it. Um. And then we had the main event Stone Cold versus The Rock, WWF Championship, Shane McMahon. Special Shout out to rep. Joe from last week uh, for calling out that the Stone Cold getting thrown off the bridge spot was happening soon. Dude. Because. Crushed it. It did. Absolutely crushed it. I, like, crushed we're just it. in the, we're just in the best year, I think. I think ni- is 99, 90, like this, this three year stretch, obviously, like up until we get the invasion angle, like this is the best stretch. The invasion angle and the beginning of the attitude era. Yeah, I'm saying what? like one, ni- 1999, like once we get into that year of the Attitude Era, which we're in right now, oh, is the yeah, best sorry. time. I, I meant Ruthless Aggression. Okay, now it makes sense. Up until Ruthless yeah. Aggression, this period is awesome. Yeah, I agree. We yeah. are we are like in the, we are at the peak and the peak is going for a very the, long time right now. Can you remember when y'all first started and the pay-per-views you were watching was like, uh, five and three quarters of a beer like <laughs> in your houses and they were garbage and terrible and now we're watching these 23 beer fucking i told you backlashes. guys like, the drinking game is designed on the attitude era and it's this this, this of the attitude, attitude two era. i mean 1999 yeah. worth yeah um like pretty much every main event of every attitude era like this is the whole reason that why the spanish announce table going down is a finish your beer because they oh, yeah. break it, they break it in every main event, just like they did in Speaking this one. Of, oh, no, sorry. Go, go ahead, go ahead, Joe. I'll cut it. I'll cut it. Well, speaking of breaking the Spanish announcing table, I'm not, we I'm got not a Spanish announcing table break in <laughs> the, the main event, which was Stone Cold versus The Rock. 
And this match was awesome. I want to point something out. Uh, oh, also, this was a no-holds-barred match. Did you just say that? I did not. Oh, okay. Um, so they took the fight up on the ramp and uh like pretty pretty early on and they stayed out there for a while uh there was like on the ramp there was like these uh chain link fences on both sides where you walk out and they whipped each other into them during this match and both sides went down and each guy went into one side of them and they fell down and jr called them the walls of jericho it's like a biblical reference i understand that it's a biblical reference it's just I wanted to point it out because we're, we're, I did verify with asking Jeeves. It is not until early 2000 that we get Chris Jericho it is Y2J. Oh, boo. Y2J, Y2K is the same thing. It's like either late 99 or early 2000. That is confirmed. So we're, we're not as close as we thought, but. Well, so then the walls of Jericho were still. Like the wrestling move. Well, all right. So which one? No, older? his finisher in WCW was always the lion salt. It wasn't the walls so, of Jericho. Right. So my question is, which one's older? The walls of Jericho, the wrestling move or the walls of Jericho, the biblical reference, the biblical reference to <laughs> fuck. There's no way of knowing. Yeah, there really <laughs> isn't. Thanks, Joe. Thanks for playing along. Um, What the fuck? I don't really have a whole lot of like other notes from this match other than the end of it like so so the promo with shane that we were talking about before he uh he says that he has he has enough integrity to count a three count if uh if if stone cold is is pinning the rock and then he proved himself wrong so fucking hard because he's a liar and chad's favorite wrestler yeah he uh not my favorite. Stone Cold has has an obvious pin, and uh, Shane McMahon is in in the middle of the ring counting it. He goes one, two, and he stops and he flips off Stone Cold, and he leaves the ring. And when he leaves the ring, Vince McMahon is on the outside of the ring. And it seems like Vince McMahon is kind of kind of the face here, kind of, because uh, and we know that's not going to last for very long, but uh. He he hit Shane McMahon with the smoking skull belt, which he has. And then was it Earl Hebner that that comes up? Yeah, Hebner. Earl Hebner comes back, comes to to replace Shane McMahon, who is incapacitated, and ref bump goes into the. Yep, he uh, goes into the ring. Uh, I think that the Rock gets a a two count, and then. Mm, no, they each got it. Austin got a two. Rock got a two, and then yeah. Austin won. And then Austin gets the three count, and Vince McMahon throws the smoking skull belt into the middle of the ring, and now uh, now Austin finally has his belt back, and he holds both the titles up at the end. Yeah, and he catches a lot of beers. Like he was prime catching beers from from the the timekeeper. This was like also just prime that era. He didn't drop anything. Yeah, I'm just gonna say that there's nobody better at catching beers that are, are thrown at them than stone cold steve austin and i would say that we and are we're, close two and three we're we're, we're pretty good yeah <laughs> we used to do it all the time yeah i don't really do it anymore because there's usually a baby in the house yeah but, but 
but we we got a lot of practice in during uh the 2017 to 2000 or 2016 to 2019 time frame yeah pretty much Just, it was it was fun <clears throat> uh this got four beers though and uh rounds out backlash from 1999 with 23 total beers pretty good two pay-per-views in a row you know what making top 10 you know what i might say about this pay-per-view this pay-per-view fucks don't say that pay-per-view fucks dude (sighs) all right well let's get into the weekly wrestling recap and close this show out I haven't watched anything. I said that. I disclaimed that at the beginning of the show. Um, so everything that I have written in my notes, who who knows if any of it's good. Um, but let's start with SmackDown. I'm honestly Smackdown. just going to let you guys run with it. And if I have any uh, questions, if I have any questions, I'll just ask him. Yo, the show started out with one of your favorite things. Contract signing. Charlotte and Ronda had their contract signing, but not long into it, Jaboy Drew Gulak showed up and uh, announced he was going to do a PowerPoint. So, yeah, you texted me that uh, on Friday last week. Uh, that was just an incredible call by me. Like, yeah, he didn't actually do one, but he he said he was going to, and they got cut off by Charlotte. God, that fucking yeah. bitch! Whoa, whoa! What? Oh, she might be a nice lady. You don't know. She's probably not, I, though. I 700% predict that she's not a nice lady. That's a lot. That's seven times more than 100. And 100% is as yeah. high as you can go. Dude, you can do math so well. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, Seriously, munching on chips, dude. I'm sorry, Both dude. I'm girls are- hungry as fuck. Both these girls were mean to Drew Gulak in this in this segment, though. Ronda puts him in an armbar. What? Yeah, she signs the contract while he's in an armbar. She has him with like one arm holding him in an armbar and signs the contract on his arm. Dude, that's actually kind of badass. But I'm I'm upset <laughs> that it's Drew Gulak it, that it happened to. I actually wrote that down as a positive for this whole segment was the armbar contract signing. All right. Yeah, just keep explaining the smack. Uh, just keep explaining these shows to me like I'm five. Yeah, so I don't know if we said it, Dill, but the the PowerPoint was going to be on the rules of an I Quit match. Oh, dude! You know how <laughs> many slides you could dedicate to that? Like two, <laughs> one. There are no rules. You yeah, have to I, say I quit. <laughs> I was gonna say one. <laughs> well, you gotta have the title slide. Oh, that's true. And who's who's, just, and who, <laughs> who's presenting it? Did you guys just hear Raven licking? Yes, yeah, I did. <laughs> it was directly on top of the mic. <laughs> Don't worry, I'm not going to cut that. I'm leaving that out. Oh. Um, after the contract signing was a pretty good match between Xavier Woods and Butch. Dude, Butch is our, getting these like decently <clears throat> long matches on SmackDown. I'm liking it, but I have no idea where the fuck they're going with it. Okay, so um, I saw on Twitter. Uh, people saying that they were starting to enjoy Butch. Yeah, yeah, I am. Are we starting to? Okay, I was gonna say, are we starting to enjoy Butch? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I, I will say we didn't talk about it last week, but uh, Pat McAfee 
covered his own mistake from two weeks ago. Two weeks ago, he called uh, he called Butch a rabid Wolverine, which is an <laughs> obvious reference to. Uh, I did not catch shit. that. Chris Benoit. Yeah, he, yeah, he did. Yeah, Chris Benoit. It was like all over the internet. This Whoa. week, he called him a, a, a rabid wildebeest. Okay. Which uh, is a lot better than making Chris Benoit references on SmackDown. Still pretty close, but yeah. Yeah. Seems like they already dug their grave and they got to kind of dig their way out. But but yeah, he's not, he, this week he was referred to as a rabid wildebeest instead of a rabid wolverine. So better. <laughs> okay. Um, um, let's see. Riddle, Riddle versus Jey Uso. That sounded pretty good. Sounded it was like long. It was, okay. It was like a pay-per-view uh, length, like 20, 30 minutes. It was pretty good. I mean, there's probably at least three commercial breaks in that. Two. I think there was two. Um, there, uh, th- there was a match we just skipped over. Uh, it was a squash match for Gunther. Gunther. Uh, he, was going, he was going up against a uh, local talent by the name of Teddy Goods, right? Oh, yeah. And, I remember uh, seeing that. They, they introduced... They introduce Gunther. They're like uh, at six point or six foot four inches. Gunther, what, weighing whatever the fuck is Gunther, and uh, Pat McAfee says Teddy Goods has about six foot four inches of poop in his pants right now. <laughs> <laughs> they also they were like uh, Michael Cole asked him how he knew so much about Teddy Goods, and he was like, because I went backstage and talked to him and asked him if he was ready to die tonight. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. God, I love, fucking love Pat McAfee. Um, uh, we did confirm that Natalia and Shayna Baszler are the only tag team other than the tag team champions left in all of WWE. So yeah. Natalia and Shayna are the number one contenders now. We also confirmed that Chad was a big old dumb last week when he said that Shayna was, or sorry, Natalia was full full term or full blown NXT and wasn't yeah. on the on the SmackDown Raw roster. I'm a big old idiot, big dumb stupid head, big old chip eating dummy. Yeah, making crunchy chip noises into the microphone. Don't worry, we'll cut those. I'm putting it down every time. I gotta eat, man. I'm hungry. It's gonna be pretty <laughs> tough. What have you been doing before 9:30 p.m.? I ate dinner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, okay. I get hungry when I drink beer. You know what? I agree with your own torso comment from earlier. Now, okay, fuck you. <laughs> that, comment, <laughs> that comment fucked. What are you talking about? Um, <laughs> the only other notes I had: uh, Corbin Madcap rivalry is heating up. It seems like, and then the yeah. Uh, there's a Sami Zayn, Drew McIntyre. Wow, I meant to write Steel Cage, but I they autocorrected to Stew Cage. Like, uh, <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, cook up a stew. <laughs> uh, but that's that's happening tomorrow. And if you're listening yeah. to this when it comes out, this happened two days ago. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it was probably really awesome. I doubt it's it. Gonna be good. Anything It'll be else? pretty good. Was there anything else on SmackDown that was worthy? Not even a little bit. I wrote literally nothing else. Wow. Nope. What about what about Rampage? How was this? Uh, they were good. Adam Cole, Turner yep. Hero Ishii match. Oh boy. You know who showed up? What the fuck? No. Oh, Jay, Jay White. White. Jay White was there. I think it, it exacerbates my point I made to Joe last week. I think 
the Bullet Club and the Undisputed Elite are going to be on the same side come Forbidden Door. I don't think it's no going to be it's too far away. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. There's already so if you watch any New Japan stuff or you've been following it, there's already a huge split in Bullet Club. Jay White's half, who already kicked God out, and then there's the House of Torture stuff, and then there's also like the God versus Bullet Club split happening. So like half of Bullet Club's leaving already. So there's a possibility that maybe like the Undisputed Elite is in the new Bullet Club, who's like accepting old members. If you have the 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 Jay White Bullet Club half is like bringing back as many old members as possible. Like the Good Brothers are in Bullet Club again. Mm-hmm. Okay. So what if they just accepted all of their old? What if they just accepted all of Undisputed Elite into Bullet Club? I mean, Bobby Fish and Kyle O'Reilly aren't old members, so those would be. I agree, members. but Adam Cole. Yes, and I know the young who the old members are. I, I think know. it'd be awesome. I, I, I think, think I'm. I think I'm going to side with Joe and his Bianca Belair take there and say, "Girl, uh-uh." <laughs> we'll see what happens, but I th- I think it's happened. I think Jay White and Adam Cole are going to be on the same side. Hmm. Maybe for a little bit, but once Forbidden Door happens, my prediction is that they will be going head to head. And then I'm thinking, my- I'm, th- I'm thinking All Out's going to be the. Uh, undisputed versus elite match the trios match i don't think oh i don't think kenny's back by by all out september they're oh, wait, saying sorry he... I, sorry all out yes i was thinking uh that's what i'm th- yeah okay he's definitely yeah, i don't think he's gonna mind. be back by double or not i think he will show up i think he will show face at forbidden door at the very did you hear the news about forbidden door this morning uh no no maybe i read i saw an article that said that Nick Khan from WWE was negotiating w- or was trying to negotiate with New Japan long before Forbidden Door was announced to get WWE and New Japan to do a show together. Yeah, that and, was like a rumor like a long time ago. Well, Tony yeah, Khan that, that... confirmed it this morning. This morning in an interview, Tony Khan confirmed that someone in New Japan told him, hey, we need to do this earlier than expected. Because Tony, because uh, the worst con, can we just call them better and worse con? Nick Khan had reached out and was trying to convince New Japan to do something with WWE. And so New Japan reached out to Tony Khan, like, let's do this now because you're our priority, not them. Dude, Sean Ross Sapp broke that news like eight months ago. But Tony yeah. Khan confirmed it today. Yeah, Sean Ross Sapp is an idiot. <laughs> Is a fucking idiot. I was gonna say it's very reliable, but yeah. No, he's not. <laughs> I can't say it with a straight face. I just want to say that you're talking shit on Nick Khan right now, and I I used to be a, a, a anti Nick Khan guy, but then Cody Rhodes said that he was like the nicest guy he's ever met. Oh yeah, I'm sure he's so, a very nice person, but yeah, I don't know why we also, shit on Nick Khan. Also, I think that that Tony Khan might be a comic book villain. No, oh, and we yeah. just don't know it yet. Yeah. He's a near Bischoff, dude. That's a hot take. That's a hot take. I like that. That's Bischoff. Uh, yeah. Um. What else on Rampage? The only other note I had is Jade Cargill retains her host title and is thirty and zero. Dude, Dan Housen smashed so many chips. Oh, was that the chips thing? I saw that on Twitter. Just like you're doing right now, dude. <laughs> Just like I'm <laughs> smashing these chips. Dan Housen <laughs> smashed some chips. That that shit fucked. 
All right, dude. <laughs> I see what no, you're um, doing. Chad's getting drunk, dude. I see what you're doing, and you're trying to say it a lot so that you're. No, dude. Dan Housen and Hooker are having a match. Or no, they're having a face off next week. I don't think Dan will really wrestle for this company, but they're having a face to face at Rampage on Friday, which so is pretty exciting. So tomorrow for us and two days ago for the people listening to this? Exactly. Got it. Anything else from Rampage? Just more chips. <laughs> All right. Um, Raw. So this looks like it was the twenty year of twenty years of Randy Orton show. Is what it yeah. seemed to be. Was there just a lot of how many video packages were there? Of Randy. There Orton? wasn't that many. Started off the show with a video package. And I only uh, remember one other one the whole show. Okay, and then there was the main event, obviously. Yeah. We had like an RKO party is what it, it looked like. Yeah, so, yep. so the, the opening segment started with, with RK-Bro in the middle of the ring. Uh, Jesus. Dude. And then... <laughs> Chad's just getting reckless. He's had two beers. This yeah. is my fourth beer, and the first three were 9.5%. Anyway... <laughs> Anyway, it started out with fucker drinking Bud Light. Sorry, Joe. It started out. You take it away, Joe. Bro, in the middle of the ring, and then I think it was Seth Rollins that came out and started talking shit on RK Bro, or maybe it was the Usos that started talking shit on RK Bro, and then Cody Rhodes came to the ring, and Cody Rhodes and and Randy Orton got back together, and they gave each other a hug in the middle of the ring. And then since Cody Rhodes was there, or the other people were there, the Usos and Seth Rollins are all in the ring. And then Eli- or uh, sorry, Ezekiel, Elias's little brother, comes into the ring and he introduces <laughs> himself saying that he's Ezekiel and everyone's accepting. And Seth Rollins is kind of like pulling at his hair like, this is weird. What's going on here? And Kevin Owens comes back or comes into the ring and starts just spewing some slander keel and elias are actually the same people and then adam pierce is on the stage and so, he announces the main event so does, does seth was, rollins is seth rollins on kevin owens side now thinking that that's elias or does he still have some more thinking about it to do he's still got he, i think he's still got some thinking to do but he uh he he just thought it was a little bit weird that they look so much alike okay i mean obviously they're different people because elias is dead yeah we saw the tombstone yeah. Okay. Chad looks so confused. What tombstone? There was. Like you, a, you don't remember when like uh, Elias, Elias, like he was standing over his own grave. He's like, I used to be Elias, but now Elias is dead. And it showed oh, and Elias, he, like, like the guitar. Twenty seventeen to twenty twenty. Yeah, one. it was like it was like a WWE exclusive video that they posted on the no, Twitter. No, they showed it on Raw. They showed it on Raw for weeks. Oh, I don't remember that. I don't remember any of this. I blacked out, I guess. <laughs> um, What's that like? It's the next morning is usually pretty rough. Um, Bianca Belair and Sonya Deville had their match for the Raw Women's Championship. Belair retains. This was a fun little segment, actually. Okay. Okay. I hated it. Okay. Well, it was stupid. Okay. I didn't. I didn't actually like it, but it was a little bit of fun. Where uh, Sonya Deville get counted out and then she's like oh, we're gonna restart yeah the match. I no count out this. i fucking hate that shit yeah I, I i i say fun but i actually don't like when they do it 
But eventually, after Sonya Deville gets counted out and disqualified, two separate matches, they start the match again, and uh, Bianca Belair is still able to beat the odds, and she retains her title. Okay. Um, speaking of things that I hate, uh, there was an arm wrestling contest. I Whoa, saw. I got I got something before that. Hold on. Okay, dude. Geez. I didn't <clears throat> watch the show. Vera Mahan. <laughs> okay. No. It was just a squash match. I don't want to talk about the match. Do you know where he's from? Brooklyn. India. No, he's from India. Do you ever, have you ever seen the movie The Million Dollar Arm? No. No. So it's a true story. Is that a baseball movie? Oscar? Is that like no. a baseball movie? Or it's a, a baseball movie. Disney wow. made it. Okay, that explains why I didn't watch it. It's a true story about a contest that was held called the Million Dollar Arm Contest. So like Major League? Major League. So basically it was held, this contest was held in India and the winner of the contest got a minor league contract. Okay. This movie is about Veer Mahan. Wait, are you talking about Sandlot too? No, million dollar arm, starring sounds, John Ham. It sounds a by lot like, Disney. It sounds a lot like the plot to the Sandlot too. It's a, it's very similar to uh, Rookie of the Year and Angels in the Outfield, but only because it's baseball. Um, about, how similar is it to basketball? The base part and the ball part, but not but the not cat. the kit bar part. The point being, there's like a real life movie. About a real life baseball player, right, dude. You're and that's Veer can Mahan. Take, can you take the mic you, out of your can throat? Can you pull your mic back like three inches? Am I yelling? There you go. Yeah, yeah. dude. Oh, and no. you're a little muffled. <laughs> that's what you fucking sound like right now? You're like, open up the fucking pit. More <laughs> chips. Oh, I'm so hungry. Okay, fuck I off, both I, of you. I didn't. I didn't know that, by the way. Yeah. That's He's cool the base. He was a minor I, I, league baseball player for the Pittsburgh Pirates for years, and then he was signed to WWE. And there's a movie about him. I didn't know that the bench warmers was about him. Damn it! Uh, I'm, <laughs> I'm sitting here trying to think of other baseball movies. I hate both of you. <laughs> a league of their own. It's <laughs> uh, the one with uh... 42. <laughs> Joe, how do you know so many baseball movies? How do you know more baseball movies than I do? You Bull Durham, those. The Natural, The Rookie, I Can Keep Going, Eight Men Out. The Rookie Fucking, is a good one. There's one specific one that I'm trying to think of that really sucked, and that's the one I was trying to Field think of. Field of Dreams, For the Love of the Game, it might Pride of the Yankees. No, it's it's like uh, it's the Ben Affleck and the girl one. Or maybe it's not Ben Affleck. Ben oh, Affleck. Ben Stiller. Ben Stiller. It's, 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 uh, Ben no, Stiller. no, uh, Fever Pitch. Yeah, Fever with Jimmy, Pitch. Jim, with Drew Barrymore Jimmy, and Jimmy Fallon. Jimmy Fallon. Oh, Jimmy Fallon. Yeah. That's who it was. That one sucks. That was the one they I didn't was even play to. baseball. They were just Red Sox fans. Yeah, that's the one I was trying <laughs> to I want to talk about arm wrestling now. I don't want to ever talk about any side thing I figured out during the week ever again. No, but that's pretty cool. That was a poor choice on you, knowing that we were going to, you should have known we were going to fuck with you. It was a crazy thing for me to find out that he's the fucking guy from Million Dollar Arm. That's a good movie, by the way. Okay. The Fever Pitch. <laughs> he's not the guy from Fever Pitch. That's Jimmy Fallon. But there was an arm wrestling contest, and it sucked, and I want someone else to talk now. 
uh how much did it suck chad a lot all right it we, sucked we, we can so move, much. we can move on then um becky lynch returned followed by oscar is back that was cool was i like cool? the little boop i did i you to she, she booped, booped her, her shoe yeah it's uh Asuka, Asuka just came out and started sh- shouting in Japanese. And then, uh, you know, she was kind of like, uh, nobody is ready for Asuka. And then she booped Becky, sh- Becky Lynch on the schnoot. And uh, on the what? Yeah, the schnoot. On the schnoot. She booped her, her schnoot. What is a schnoot? A snout. Her nose. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> You're so old. Sorry. Jesus, dude. Uh, all right. Um, oh, I forgot to mention while we're on Raw, I have tickets to go see Raw again. Have fun with that. May 16th. Uh, they were Norfolk, right? In Norfolk, uh, they were once again buy one, get one free. <laughs> That's actually pretty funny because I'll be on leave. I mean, uh, I won't be at that place. And I'm going to go see it. Whoa. It'll be great. And uh, you guys can sit at home and watch it. Who are you bringing with you? Wait, where are your tickets? Where where are your seats? They're not good seats. So you're not going to be on camera at all this time? No, not, not even close. a chance. Yeah. Well, at least you'll get to see Cody. Yeah, oh, man, it's going to be so fucking funny if he doesn't show up. He's advertised. <laughs> the only person advertised right now. Yeah, <laughs> it's literally like, just Cody. Like, what if he gets hurt between now and then? I mean, he could fall off a ladder and get hurt. We found that out on Wednesday. You can get fall off a ladder and get hurt pretty bad. Hmm. Yeah, I'm gonna Breaking ask. News. I'm gonna ask you guys about that. Ooh, go ahead, Joe. Uh, on tonight's NXT UK, Ilya Droganov and Jordan Devlin did a contract signing for a rematch, which is an loser leaves NXT UK stipulation match. So one of those two will sh- will be showing up on NXT 2.0 soon. Nice. Both those guys are awesome. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I like both of them. Uh, I saw something in the notes for raw that said edges group is called judgment day yeah they called yeah. damian priest came out for a match and they said damian priest of judgment day during his intro and that's the first time you knew it was the group's name was judgment day and then he squashed the fuck out of fucking finn balor okay so how does judgment day rank against the AEW faction names chad better judgment day at judgment day is going to be awesome it. I don't if we have a judgment day this year. I fucking hate it. Yeah, it's literally just a recycled old pay-per-view name. Yeah, I don't hate it. Yeah, but it but it was Edge's pay-per-view name. Mm-hmm. He was on the on the poster for it. Not mm-hmm. every year. Well, that one year he was. That one time. <laughs> okay. Um it's okay. I don't want to say like I love it, but I don't hate it as much as I hate Blackpool Combat Club. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Or, um, well, it's not thing. House of Black good, but it's not Backpool Combat Club bad. Okay. Um, Ali is back. This was an awesome segment, by the way. So Miz TV starts with Austin Theory as the guest. They trade some quips. Uh, they're both like, "You're so good, dude," and then the other one's like, "Yeah, you're so good." Like stroking uh, each other's egos and shit. Yeah, they're stroking each other's ego, and then the music hits. It's some generic shit that no one's ever fucking heard of. So none of the crowd knows who it is until they display Mustafa Ali on the board. The crowd goes wild. He comes out of the ring and then we start talking about how he wanted to get out of the company in the segment. So like 
um bringing a little real life into it yeah so like miz was like do you still work here and then austin theory said something along the same lines and then at the end of the segment right before the match with the miz the miz says i'm gonna make you wish you got your walking papers Ooh. and then ollie wins the match oh before getting uh beat up by the newly named champa oh yeah that was my next note it's just champa now just champa now uh, that one's fine i'm all right that one's not that bad one. yeah that one's that could be worse could be worse um so he's heel now oh yeah clearly Champ- tomasa champa is a heel now yeah i mean that's what his best work in nxt was is he going to be joining judgment day do we think i hope so that's been the big rumor him and Rhea. I hope both of those. Yeah, Chad loves factions, so I love Rhea, Tommaso, Jamie and Priest and Edge as a heel faction. I, I love that. Yeah. Ooh, and, we, should uh, and, some, uh, we should do some faction trivia next week. Oh, we haven't done trivia in a while. We'll see. I mean, we have predictions next week. It'll be a shorter show. We could probably fit some in. I'm gonna write it up. Now that's permission to write it up. Yep. Permission granted. Thanks. Thank you. Uh, but yeah, that's all I got. But uh, yeah, that's all I have for Raw now. <laughs> yeah. Eight-man tag was good. Was it? All right. That's good. It was. I, yeah. It was. I saw that there was just a buttload of RKOs at the end of the match. So it seemed like that was, that was probably fun to watch. Yeah. Um, NXT then. Uh, it seemed like it was a mediocre week i don't i I don't know yes all right so um the first thing i had was uh tony tony d'angelo versus von wagner like aren't no that did not open the show i yeah what what did nikita lions versus lash legend that explains why that this is my first note because i just decided not to take a note on that i i took notes on things i figured you guys would want to talk about but i guess you guys want to talk about this match I mean, I they've set up a it. tag team match for next week between Natalia and Lash Legend, who are like buddy buddying, and Nikita Lyons and Cora Jade, who are buddy buddying. Makes sense, obviously. I don't want to talk about bad. either of the first two matches. Wait, was the Neither second match very... Tony D'Angelo versus Von Wagner? Yeah, guess yeah. who won that shit? Uh, I don't remember. I don't know. I wrote D'Angelo versus Wagner. D'Angelo, a face now? Question mark. Yeah, oh, D'Angelo yeah, loses Black. this match because Legato interfered. Uh, yeah, I was just wondering, like, who the fuck were they supposed to cheer for in this match? Because aren't they both heels? But I hate Von yeah. Wagner a lot more, so I would cl- I would cheer for D'Angelo. The crowd was on D'Angelo's side. All right, that's a good, I guess. Uh, I have high hopes for him. I think he's going to do well with this. He's doing better yeah. than I thought he would with this gimmick. Yeah, it's not terrible. Um. The next thing I had was this whole Nathan Frazier debut and Grayson Waller and all that shit. He just mm-hmm. attacked the other guy before the match started and was like, no, fuck you. Okay. That was like it. Did Nathan Frazier have a match? Is he good? Nope. No. No, he's not good or no, he didn't have a match. No, no he didn't have a, a match. All right. I, I, it's too early to tell if he's good or not. I'm sure his debut fine. is next week against Grayson Waller. At spring breaking, how's that card looking? Pretty good. They announced yeah. uh, that, and then they also announced uh, 
the creeds and their opponents for next week. Yeah. That seems like it's going to be fun. Yeah. So the Viking Raiders are back on NXT. They had a match too, didn't they? This week. Yeah. Yeah, They they beat Anafe and blade. Yeah. Wasn't a great match. (laughs) It's, it did seem like a lot of, was this one of this seemed like one of their squash weeks, I guess. Yeah. Right. No, there was one match that really stood out on this card and only one. And Roxy. it was Roxy versus okay. Mandy Rose, which was awesome. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Nice. It was very good. But other than that, yeah. like that match was good. And we're to follow up on the conversation we've heard before. We're gonna have a Joe Gacy versus Rex Steiner. Or sorry, Braun Breaker. Braun Steiner. <laughs> he said, I got he, him. He said Rex. I said Rex Steiner. Moron. I said Rex. I said Rex, which was oh, Braun Breaker's original name. <laughs> yeah, Braun Steiner getting a match against Joe Gacy, which had some stuff at the end of the show as well. I mean, Joe, they, this let's got be weird. Honest, let's be honest. Joe Gacy's getting a match with Braun Breaker. Yeah, yeah. The this, other way is, around. this this is a full on like discount, like I don't know, Wish dot com Bray Wyatt early Bray Wyatt. Yeah, I could see they that. Like with thirty the Dru- guys, with the, Dru- the Druids. Yeah, the, the Druids coming out at the end and. I don't know. It was we're like full on wish.com Bray Wyatt right now. I feel um, the only other note that I saw uh, from NXT was that they announced a women's breakout tournament. Yeah. And the, oh, yeah. the first woman they announced was Ariana Grace. Do you know who she is? Yes. Uh, oh, Joe, Joe, you know? Yeah, she's uh Marcelo or no. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. And Jesus, dude. Who is it? Santina Morella. Santino Morello. Morella. It's Santina Morella's daughter. Oh. Yeah, she's uh, Ariana Grace now, and she got announced. They announced a couple other women, but they didn't look very familiar at all, so I didn't Google them. Wait, what is her real name? Uh, Fuck, I don't Okay, ask, never, I'll, never mind. I, I just it. thought I thought her name was Santina Morella. Like, oh like my that's God. what he named his daughter for a second. It it would be a uh no, it's it's the Vince McMahon decree that you can't use your own name. Uh it would be a much different storyline if uh if she kept her dad's snake charmer gimmick. Snake snake charmer gimmick. Oh, the the snake uh yeah, thing. she she shouldn't go around saying that she's a snake charmer. Her name is Bianca Corelli. Okay, daughter of real life Anthony Corelli, known as Santina Morella. Huh. Well, that'll be exciting, I guess. I wonder if she's good. Yeah. Uh, I saw that Simone Johnson was asking for was asking for a uh, for a chance in the breakout tournament. Or kind of just like retweeted it with the eyes, you know, like the I'm looking at this tournament kind of thing. You know who Simone probably. Johnson is? Um, let's see. Nah, I can't think of anything clever. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I was just trying to think of somebody else with the last name Johnson. Who Who Dakota is Simone Johnson? Johnson? Are you fucking kidding? Dwayne me? Johnson's daughter. Oh, you're. Yeah, Holy she shit. got signed by Anna. <laughs> I had no idea. Boy. Uh, Okay. (laughs) 
anything else for NXT? No. No. All right. Dynamite. It wasn't a great week. Uh, Dynamite. This uh, FTR square off uh, sounded pretty awesome. Yeah, it was a great show. Great start to the show. Um, it, was a, it was a mediocre show, but a great match to start the show. Yeah, it did seem like it was a medi- one of their mediocre shows. Uh, another like lull show. For the last couple of weeks, they've had kind of lulls. Yeah, I think the first match was good I, and the last match was good. But other than that, yeah, I think we're about to heat up. Okay, so that last match was good. Um, we'll get to that. Uh, Hangman versus Punk. Sound, I, I think I read that it was officially announced for Double or Nothing. Yep. And then CM yeah, Punk got a full promo. I guess Hangman had a uh, had a little little bit of the COVID this week. Oh. He said he wasn't on the show because he was uh, he was sucking in some COVID boogers on Twitter. A lot of that going around at that at that place right now, kind of. That's COVID all I'll say boogers? about that. Yeah, just COVID boogers. Yeah, that's what we'll call that. I didn't. I didn't know that. Yeah. <laughs> not not like a lot, as in like at its height, but more than what there's been in the past two months, which is just any. <laughs> it's going around again. I don't know. I don't give a shit. Uh, Blackpool Combat Club won another trios match. Wheeler Yuta appears to still be on fire. Um, yeah, he's awesome. It was in his hometown. Yeah. The Nightmare Factory, which I guess, according to this uh, this little shot, it's it's no longer the Nightmare Factory, or it's has just it been the, that they've way? Always, they've always been the factory. Okay, since whenever since, since uh, QT Marshall turned fa- or turned heel on Cody Rhodes. Yeah, they've they've just been the factory. Okay. I guess um, I just never noticed. Wardlow and Archer, Lance Archer, Wardlow beat, beats Lance Archer. What was what was? This yeah, so I don't, I don't, I, I don't, I don't have any actual notes on the match. It was a backstage segment after the match where uh, where MJF is on the phone and uh, or or he's getting he's getting interviewed and he he basically sends the back backstage interviewer away and uh, he and the chairman take the microphone away from her and send her away. And then uh, he says, or he, he picks up his own phone and he calls someone. And he says, how would you like to uh, make six figures for one match? Hangs up the phone, takes the microphone and says, uh, next week Wardlow is going up against somebody who is smarter than him and uh, who's bigger than him or stronger than him and who is taller than him. And you can't teach that. Yeah, so this is a wild because... It's w Morrissey is signed to Impact. Wait, how is it not Enzo Amore? It can't possibly <laughs> because be Enzo, Enzo Amore is not taller or stronger than Wardlow. It's yeah, dude. Jesus, I, I like I did so much googling of this today because after I watched it, I was like, I mean, it's clearly a reference to Big Cass, now known as W Morrissey, who's a big time. Uh, star over on Impact Wrestling and like his contract, there's nothing saying his contract's up. There's nothing saying that he's Ooh. like, there's nothing saying that he's not with the company anymore. Nothing could just be Damn. a one off, dude. This could be a swerve, but like Impact and AEW have had like, there's internet stuff that says like they are not on good terms anymore. Uh, I want to, I want to. I want to keep talking about this, but don't let me forget that I forgot about some news from this week. Just go ahead, dude. Yeah, go. Uh, We talked about contracts and, and impact Uh, the inspirations. Yeah. They, uh, they announced that they're taking an indefinite 
break from from wrestling. Yeah, so I they're think... no longer under under contract with Impact, and I, think... I don't think they're going to be there for a while or in any company for a while. I think they're both prioritizing their modeling stuff because they've both been more invested in that they are. I've been in Impact Wrestling since they got out of WWE, so, so I think they're going to go the mat the modeling route for a little bit and not wrestle. It was nice to see them in Impact, though. I was a pretty big fan. Sup? Yeah, but yeah, I, this <laughs> W Morrissey thing is like wild. If it's really him, I'll be super stoked. But he'll get squashed by Wardlow, which will be upsetting. But. Uh, he's killing it in Impact. He looks great. He's much better of a wrestler now than he ever was in WWE. I, if I it's think him, I'll be stoked. A lot better too, which is good. Yeah, yeah, he did a big segment like two weeks ago on Impact right before the pay per view, where he, in the same arena he had his um, alcohol, uh, his alcohol uh, heart attack. He basically he was trying to with like go cold turkey and had a heart attack because of it. He had that in the 2300 arena in uh, Philadelphia two years ago. Well, Impact this past week was filmed in the same arena. And he started the show by saying, like, I've never been healthier. I've never been fitter. I've never been in a better state of mind. And it's all because, like, the fans backed me. And he started the show by giving this, like, really heartfelt speech. And it was awesome. He, like, he basically teared up and was like, thank you for being there for me, even when I was, like, unfit and an alcoholic and i had a heart attack and it was yeah holy shit yeah if you didn't know he like almost died two years ago jesus but he's healthy and he looks great now and if it's him i'll be stoked if it's not him that what a swerve damn well i'm glad he's okay now yeah yeah i'm a i'm a big supporter of people getting their own mind straight so i'm happy for him pro mental health and uh he got past his alcoholism and he's been sober ever since. So now, good we, for just him, need, man. now we just need to help you. Shut up. <laughs> I are not alcoholic. I are just drunk. <laughs> right. Um, we're, we're, we're all drunk. We're the drunk dudes. Yeah. The uh, last two notes I had on dynamite. The, the first one, Ray Phoenix is back. Yeah, that was awesome. That was, that was a good, uh, good little reveal. So it looks like they're going to him and Penta are going to be going up against House of Black. Yep. As the well, dead triangle as, all back together. Okay. And then the uh the main event, ladder match, Scorpio Sky uh wins back the TNT title from Sammy Guevara. So that made me happy to read. He Sammy Guevara tried to do a 450 splash senton thing off the top rope and missed and landed on the mat and we took about a 10 minute gap where almost nothing happened in this match because Sammy Guevara was recovering because I think he knocked himself fucking silly when he yeah. landed on the mat because I think he like they had to pull him they like left him in the ring but like a ref came in and like talked to him and a ref came in and told talked to Scorpio Sky so I think the other ref was like hey man he's he's got to take a minute I think he knocked himself out and then, like, almost nothing happened. Scorpius guys, like, started climbing a ladder. And, like, Sammy Guevara, while lying on the mat, like, pushed it over. And then they kept going back to, like, just lying on the mat again for, like, an entire commercial break. Because he hit that mat fucking hard. And his eyes rolled into the back of his fucking head. Jesus. 
All right, yeah, because I read online like that there was a rough spot or whatever, and I just had no idea what the fuck it was. Yeah, it was that. Uh, and then <laughs> it and was then that. I, and then I also read that there was a uh, a ladder wrapped in barbed wire. Yes. Yeah. That's yeah. so dumb. It, it, the, the match ended with Scorpio Sky pushing, uh, not Darby Allen, Jesus Christ, uh, Sammy Guevara off the ladder into a ladder wrapped in barbed wire, and Scorpio Sky continues to climb and pulls the title off and wins. Dude, it was like lying against the ropes and he was on the ladder and he pushed him off the ladder and his fucking ass bounced off the barbed wire fucking ladder. Fucking ass. Fucking ass. That's my favorite thing to do. Um, It bounced off the ladder. (laughs) (laughs) Drunk ass Chad. Ass Chad. Ass Chad. Yeah, that fucking shit fucked. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's a great way to close it out. Um, oh no, I have I have some breaking news I just read during the show that I have to I waited this whole time to talk about. Holy, is it big? It's kind of big. All right, I'll, I'm good with kind of. So big. this better be good. It's a little rumored, but it's not official. So I will say this is a breaking news rumor that I just read. Is it from Sean Rossap? No, it's not. Then it's not true. Um, yeah, probably. <laughs> uh, so <laughs> Warner Brothers bought Discovery recently. If you didn't know. Um, and they're doing a complete redo of a bunch of the stuff owned by Warner Brothers and Discovery. I have today. A I have a thought right now. We'll see if it's what I'm thinking. Today, Warner Brothers apparently announced that they're no longer going to do any original content on TNT and TBS. So there is confusion as to where the fuck AW is going to go because apparently no original scripted content is going to be on any of the TNT TBS channels anymore. Warner Brothers cutting it all. But Discovery ch- bought them? No, Warner Brothers bought Discovery and because they own more channels they want to okay, move but stuff. They bought Dis- Okay, so they bought Discovery so now they own the Discovery streaming platform? They do. Yeah, that's true. They're just they're they're closing the Discovery trend. All that stuff's migrating to to HBO Max, which is owned by WB. Oh, well, then if they're going to do that, then it's like almost it has. So this is this is what I thought, like this has to lead into which kind of sucks. But this has to lead into like AEW is going to be on HBO Max. I I hope that the whole show is not on HBO Max, but if the pay-per-views are, I'll be excited. If the streaming library is on, I'll be excited. But where the shows are going to go week to week is really the big question left of this whole thing it's not confirmed by tnt or tbs yet so it's not like a guarantee this is real but this was announced by hbo today and people are deferring from what they announced that there's a good chance that AEW doesn't have a home anymore well which is wild because they have a million fucking viewers a week yeah AEW is not scripted yes it is shut the fuck (laughs) up (laughs) thanks joe well, holy shit. The Titans just traded AJ Brown to who? The Philadelphia Eagles. Oh boy. And then they drafted Traylon Burks out of Arkansas. Any quarterbacks taken yet? No. We're at 8 we're at 19 New Orleans. Dude. Steelers they might get a wide receiver and a thing in Pittsburgh's 20. Steelers are going to get Kenny Pickett. Yeah, they are. 
Well, I guess we can close it out. Yeah, let's do it. Um, next week, we're like always going to have the weekly recap. Uh, we'll see what comes out of that news that Chad just talked about, if anything. Um, and then we're going to have predictions for WrestleMania backlash. And we'll see if Chad uh, remembers to put together some trivia that has to do with factions since he loves factions so much. I hate factions, but I'm willing to do this trivia. We will see. Um, so, yeah, we might have trivia next week. The return of trivia. We, we Like I said, we'll see. Uh, as always, you can follow us on Twitter at DDT WrestlePod. We've been the Drunk Dudes, Dylan, Joe, and Chad. And we'll catch you on down the road. <laughs>